Welcome to the Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast, where we major in the wager. Podcast episode number 394, and it's just a, a solo podcast with the coach today. We have our college basketball picks for the 17th, the 18th, and the 19th, and I take a quick look at the AL Central in Major League Baseball. Remember, you can contact the coach with any comments and questions at the Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast, Twitter and Instagram handle, at Talk Gambling. All our picks are always free, and you can hear them on the podcast. You can also look them up at www.gamblingchalktalkpodcast.com. All the picks are there. They're absolutely free. If you like the picks, you can help support the podcast by clicking on the Amazon banner ad. It looks like my book, Code Blood Red. You click on that, buy yourself something nice, and a little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show at no additional cost to you. If you're looking to online wager, go to MyBookieAG. That's our choice at the my, at the Gambling Chalk Talk podcast. Sign up at MyBookieAG. Use that promo code DARTH, as in Darth Wager, D-A-R-T-H, at checkout. You get a sign-up bonus when you do that. You play, you win, you get paid at MyBookieAG. And I spoke earlier about my book, Cold Blood Red. There's three of them. There's Cold Blood Red, there's Fourth and Dead, and there's Squeeze Play. You can uh, get them directly from my publisher, thewordverve.com, or if you're Amazon Prime or Kindle Select user, Download it to your favorite electronic reading device. Let's get to, right now, the podcast. 394, we got got to start off with the quiz for just you, the listener, because this is a solo podcast. For you, the listener, here it is. A first-round pick in the 1993 draft. The 26th pick overall out of Kansas. Six-foot-two, 290-pound defensive tackle. He won a Super Bowl in his first year in the league when his team defeated the San Diego Chargers. He later moved on to the Washington Redskins and then played for the 49ers for a second stint in 2001-2002. This might give it away. He also played for the Oakland Raiders in 2003. Three-time Pro Bowler. First team All-Pro in 97. Second team All-Pro in 95 and 96. The NFL Defensive Player of the Year in 97, Rookie of the Year in 93, Dana Stubblefield. There it is, number 94, podcast 394. And let's uh, dive right into some college basketball picks. Picks haven't been so bad lately. Uh, the leans have been, a, you know, that's why they're leans, but the, the best bets and the, and the, uh, the likes have, have been very solid plays for you. Uh, the last couple weeks here. Remember, you can go to the gamblingchalktalkpodcast.com and all the picks are there. Sometimes we had a few other picks in there as well. And uh, this Monday podcast is getting off a little later, which is okay because I only have one Monday pick and it's at 9 o'clock on ESPN. It's a like. It's a like. I'm going back to Iowa. Iowa State, that is. And even though they're playing in Kansas. Iowa State uh, probably going to be getting about, I don't know, 17 points in this one. And Kansas defense is number 12 in defending the three-point line. And number five in field goal percentage allowed. Number two in opponent shooting efficiency. Uh, Kansas, as we, we talked about a couple weeks ago, beware in the, in the NCAA tournament. Bad from the free throw line, not so good from the three-point line. Iowa State is not a very good good defensive team. And, you know, Kansas lacks perimeter shooting, but they do score in the paint well. Kansas is going to win this game, but I think 
because Iowa State just not that great offensively. Um, I'm going to go with the total of under 144. I think actually it posted at 141. I'll still take the under in that one. I think Iowa State has a tough time scoring. Uh, Kansas, again, not very good from the free throw line, three-point line. Uh, I, they're just not going to rack up a lot of points because uh, they're not going to cash in behind the arc or those charity strike points. So I like the under 141 in that one. That's the like. Tuesday, I have a couple leans. My first lean is 630 CBS Sports Network. Davidson at St. Joe's. Uh, this is a mismatch, uh, for, you know, for St. Joe's. At least they're home. But Davidson is a quality offensive team. They can shoot well. They run great offense. They're not going to turn it over. Uh, the only hope for St. Joe's is they beat Davidson on the glass because Davidson doesn't turn the ball over. The game earlier in the year, St. Joe's had probably had their best offensive game of the year. Uh, it, I think the final score was 93-87 or 87-83. It's a really high-scoring game. St. Joe's is usually not that good on offense. They have one player, Ryan Daly, who might miss the game because of a foot injury. Uh, that's a lone offensive threat for St. Joe's. And so I think Davidson wins this game by 20, even though they're on the road. They'll probably be laying about 10 points. Take Davidson. That's a lean. My other lean on Tuesday is – 8.30 at night on the Fox Sports 1 Network, a Big East game, Creighton at Marquette. And I'm going to lean with Creighton getting three points in this one. This is a really even matchup. Uh, Creighton does defend a three-point line uh, fairly well. Marquette li lives from behind the arc. Um, Creighton scores the ball well, uh, but they can be scary on the free throw line, so be careful late in the game. That's why it's only a lean for me. Uh, Creighton was favored at home on New Year's Day and covered easily 92-75. Uh, Blue Jays will probably be getting, again, about two or three points in this game on the road. They just got to defend that one-man band, Marcus Howard at Marquette. And uh, Creighton, you know, they have a bounce attack. Four players in double digits. Damian Jefferson and Chris Bishop aren't in double digits, but they average nine and a half and eight and a half points. So they, they can really spread it around at Creighton. I'm going to take Creighton with the points as my lean on Tuesday. And after we get back from this break, I'll give you my like for my Tuesday games. Please be sure to visit www.gamblingchalktalkpodcast.com and get all the free picks from the podcast guys, NFL, college football, college basketball, NBA, even Major League Baseball. They're all free at www.gamblingchalktalkpodcast.com. Click on the Amazon banner ad. It looks like my book Squeeze Play, and it takes you right to Amazon. You buy yourself something nice with all those winnings we've been giving you with the picks. And a little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show at no additional cost to you. Again, visit www.gamblingchalktalkpodcast.com. And we're back. And now with the Tuesday like. I like Dayton. Minus three points. Probably be about minus three points. Uh, against VCU on the road. Uh, we haven't revisited Dayton in a while. We talked about them back in January. as they, they're a team to contend for in the NCAA tournament? Uh, they're number one team in efficient field goal percentage. Uh, their two-point field goal percentage shooting efficiency is also number one in the NCAA. Uh, they're 25th from behind the arc, so they're a really good team offensively. Uh, VCU should give them a little a legit challenge as they're one of the better defensive teams. 
If a team's going to beat Dayton, though, it's going to be on the boards. Uh, Dayton, that's their kind of their only weakness, and VCU is probably not equipped to beat the Flyers on the boards. Uh, Dayton's only losses this year, two to date still. Overtime to Kansas and overtime to Colorado, two pretty good teams. Obi Topin, player of the year candidate, 20 points, eight rebounds a game, 63% field goal percentage, 36% from behind the arc. I like Dayton, minus three on Tuesday, 8.30 at night on the CBS Sports Network. Let's get to Wednesday. Wednesday, we'll have my best bets. I have a lean, a like, and a best bet for Wednesday. I'll start with the the lean. Sorry, the lean. It's uh, 10 o'clock on ESPN3. Air Force at Fresno. Air Force, not so good on defense. They can shoot the three well, 24th in the country. Fresno State doesn't defend the arc very well, so maybe that keeps Air Force in the game. Uh, Perhaps, you know, Air Force has a slight advantage on the boards, not much. Air Force has Lavelle Scotty and no bench. They play about six guys, but they they play a slow tempo. That might be why they're able to uh, leave guys on the floor the whole time. Fresno has a little bit more balance, a deeper bench. The over hit in their last matchup, but that is a rarity. The, uh, the last time the over hit was 2017 or six straight unders. I think this, this matchup goes back to the under. Air Force with their slow play. Take the under at 138 as my lean on Wednesday. My like, what I like on Wednesday, Michigan and Rutgers. They played just a few weeks ago. It was in New York. It was a Michigan home game, though. It was a, technically a neutral site. It was at MSG. Rutgers is a poor uh, shooting team from three. Uh, Rutgers' defense is much better at home than on the road, about four points better. Um, Isaiah Livers is still having issues with his leg. Uh, I think Michigan prevailed in that MSG game. It, it was it was a pretty loud and boisterous crowd. Uh, it's going to be louder at the rack. The rack is a very good home court advantage for Rutgers. I think this turns into a defensive battle. Rutgers not great at scoring anyway, especially from behind the arc. I think this is a slugfest uh, game. Will be in the low 60s. I like the under at 133. Now my best bet. I'm going to 7 o'clock on Wednesday on ESPN. Syracuse at Louisville. I haven't, I haven't talked about Syracuse much all year. My, my, one of my favorite teams. I think Syracuse is going to be getting about 10 points in this game. The cat almost knocks down all the podcast stuff. Idiot cat. Uh, Syracuse, 2-3 zone. Kind of confounds teams. Louisville is number 12 team in three-point percentage shooting. That will help against the Syracuse 2-3 zone. Louisville, very good on the offensive and defensive glass. That also hurts Syracuse because they give up a lot of rebound possibilities when you go into those gaps on the 2-3 zone. Louisville is coming off two losses. Again, another thing I don't like, uh, uh, you know, for for Syracuse going into this one. Louisville, very deep. Jordan Narwa, uh, double-digit guy. Everybody else does their job, uh, but they have a lot of people playing at a high level. This is the issue I have with picking Louisville. Syracuse has a habit of just hanging around. You know, they, they're, they're probably going to be getting as much as 10 points in this one. Since January, they've only had one game. Since the beginning of January, they've only had one game decided by 10 points or more. And that was a 76-50 win over Boston College. 
So Syracuse has a habit of playing in close games. They're going to be getting a lot of points. My best bet, take the Cuse getting the 10 points. We'll stop here, take a break, and come back with some Major League Baseball in the AL Central. Thanks to our show supporter, MyBookieAG. Everybody listens to the show to find out who to bet on. Where you bet is just as important. Go to www.mybookieag. They have live in-game betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business, and a mobile site that makes wagering on the go a breeze. Just visit MyBookieAG. That is M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E dot A-G. Use the Gambling Chalk Talk podcast promo code DARTH, D-A-R-T-H, to activate this offer. Be like the Chalk Talk sports guys and major into wager. You play, you win, you get paid at MyBookieAG. And we're back. Major League Baseball time, almost. It's almost here. We'll take a look at the AL Central. We did the AL East in the last podcast. And we'll, we'll start off with the White Sox. Dallas Keuchel, Gio Gonzalez. It'll probably help the rotation. I bet they wish they had those guys about five or six years ago, though. You know, will the young position players take the next step to improve that offense? That is the, the big question mark with the White Sox. Alex uh, Coloma, solid closer. They're over under numbers 84 and a half. I'm going to stay away from this one. I think they're much improved, but they are asking them to improve about 11 games from last year. And I don't know if that is a real possibility with the White Sox. So I'm going to stay away from that one. The Tigers. Their over number is 56 and a half. That would be a nine-game improvement from last year. To get the over, it actually have to be a 10-game improvement. They only had 47 wins last year. It's hard to believe because there's a saying in baseball, you know, Every team wins 50 games. Every team loses 50 games. It's what you do in the other 62 that matters. They didn't win their 50 games every team is supposed to win. It's a scary thought. They do have Matt Boyd, solid pitcher the last half of the year. Ivan Nova, Jordan Zimmerman were good pitchers at one point in their career, but I think their time has passed. The bullpen they have is a mess. Austin Romine gets a chance to be a full-time catcher. I always like what he did with the Yankees. Will Jonathan Scope uh, be a consistent player? Uh, he drove the Orioles fans nuts with his inconsistent effort and focus. I'm staying away from you know that number of 56 and a half. It looks, you know, if you're gonna bet it, you got to go to over on that. But it, there's a reason why they're teasing you to take that. And you look at that pitching staff and that bullpen, and it's a little scary. The Royals, their over number is 64 and a half. In the front and the back of the rotation, I like it. I like Danny Duffy. I like Jake Junis. That's their number one and number five starters. It's hard to believe Jake Junis is a five starter. He's much better than that. The middle third of their their uh, pitching staff, Brad Keller, Mike Montgomery, Jorge Lopez. That could be an issue. I think got Whit Murfield. He's on B center field. Uh, he's a very good player. Um, they got Mikel Franco from the Phillies. See if he can uh, meet the expectations they had that he had when he was with the Phillies. He was supposed to be this awesome third baseman, power hitter, good defensive player. It never really panned out. Uh, you look at this team, though, they might have gotten worse, uh, even though the record might not reflect it because they're in the softest division in baseball. And that's why they're num- over under numbers at 64 and a half. You know, how far they've fallen quickly from that World Series title. At least they weren't banging the drums, though you know, cheat and win that we know of. 
Then we go to the Indians. I think they have a good staff. Can they stay healthy? They got Clevenger. They got Bieber. Carrasco. Carrasco's been an injury mess. You know, uh, the bullpen, still a big question. Uh, you know, Brad Hand's your closer. You know, that that carried them uh, when they when they were doing well just a few years ago. Now their their bullpen is just not the same. I like the line of the shields in center field. I think they have a solid lineup. This is a weak division. Uh, a lot of I think there's a lot of wins for the tribe here with their pitching staff. It stays a little bit healthy. Their over under number is 85 and a half. I'm gonna lean to the over in this one as I think somebody has to win in the central, and I don't think it's going to be the next team. This is the Twins. The Twins do have a pretty gar- a darn good pitching staff. Jose Barrios, Jake Odorizzi had great years. They added uh, Kenta Maeda. He's, he's battle-tested with the Dodgers. They bring in Josh Donaldson. If he can stay healthy, he's a big-game player. But this is where I worry about the Twins. They were kind of lightning in the bottle last year. They were, they were very good in one-run games. And that rarely repeats itself the next year. Everything regresses to the mean. So you win all those close games one year. The next year, you know, the baseball gods say, "Uh uh-uh. And it goes the other way. You you look at the win totals for this whole division. The White Sox, the Tigers, and the Royals. Vegas has them improving by 26 games from last year's record. That has to come from somewhere. And I don't think it's coming from the Indians. I think it's coming from the Twins, who led a charmed life in 2019. I like the under of 92.5 for the Twins. I still think they make the playoffs, but I think them and the Indians are going to battle it out, and I think both teams will be in the 80s. I like the under 92.5 with the Twins for 2020. And that wraps it up. Please be sure to visit www.gamblingchalktalkpodcast.com. All the picks are there. They're absolutely free. Click on the Amazon banner ad. It looks like my book, Cold Blood Red. When you're there, buy yourself something nice. A little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show and no additional cost to you. And if you're going to make any online wagers, I suggest going to MyBookieAG. Use that promo code DARTH, as in Darth Wager, D-A-R-T-H. At checkout, you get a 50% sign-up bonus when you do that. You play, you win, you get paid at MyBookieAG. And... If you want to do some reading over uh, February vacation, you know, and you're on a plane ride going to Florida or something like that, download or, or buy um, one of my books from thewordverve.com or Amazon or Kindle Select user. Download to your favorite electronic reading device. Got Cold Blood Red, Fourth and Dead Squeeze Play. And I uh, hope everybody has a great start to the work week. May the picks be with you.